friends, and welcome back to Ghoul's Night In, the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Edge Munster. And for any of you listeners who have been watching this season of the Boulay Brothers Dragula, uh, they did a challenge a couple weeks ago that got me so excited because it was based on the concept of the dark ride. And, uh, yeah. I'm already excited. I, know, I was like, <laughs> I knew you were going to be hyped. Um, and I was, so I was watching that episode with my friend and they, well, I was talking about how I feel like several of the contestants didn't maybe understand the challenge because maybe they didn't have a full concept of what a dark ride is. Um, and my friend was like, well, what is a dark ride? And I was like, oh, well. I'm I glad can... you asked. I'm glad you asked because I, I realize there are probably lots of folks who maybe <laughs> don't know about this weird little piece of like roadside Americana history. So uh, today I want to visit the full history of the dark ride. Um, we've talked a little bit about, we've touched on this throughout yes. the podcast history, but we've never fully delved into it. Um, in fact, you know, what's funny, Penny, What? <laughs> uh, so I went back and listened to your haunted house episode yes. to make sure we didn't like really cover this part. Uh, because we're we're officially at that point in the podcast where I'm like, <laughs> right. have we like, talked uh... about this? I don't remember. Um, so anyway, the point being, that episode, which if you are new here and would like to listen to Penny's Haunted House episode, is called There's Always One Outside. Um, but the weird thing is, that was our first episode of the new year in 2022. What? Oh my uh, gosh. So for some reason, apparently new years make us want to talk about spooky attractions. I'm not sure. <laughs> what I feel like now I'm trying to remember if it was actually on mic or if it was off mic, because I remember doing that episode, you were like, oh, I thought you were going to talk about dark rides. I, yeah, well, I think it, yeah, it was off mic. Um, okay. Yeah. And I was, was like, like, oh yeah, that would, cause I like obviously saw dark ride stuff while I was doing that. And I was right. like, this is too much for one episode. Yes. Well, and it was like around that same time, which I'm glad you brought this up because I forgot to like write it into the episode, but I wanted to bring this up. Um, it was around that time that I started becoming friends with Liatra from Thrift. Is it Thrift Kitchwitch is her mm, yeah. uh, handle? And her and her partner run a like an account and a, I think they had a blog at one point that is called... Um, road dark dark ride roadside or roadside dark ride um and so she had brought a, a, like a catalog of these dark rides to my attention and mm. had we had been talking about it right when you brought that episode so i had just added it to my list of things <laughs> to talk about on the pod um and then yeah here we are uh two years later <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> how how is that possible? Right. Uh, oh my gosh. It is so I'm sorry to no, take over your please. thing, but I was just gonna say it is so true that like I have so many things on my list that I'm like, this would be a great episode. And then it just And then there. nine no. times out of ten, I'm like, no, I've been seized by the need to talk about this other thing right, right something now. Something that's come to my attention <laughs> right now. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, but uh finally we're gonna talk about this i'm very excited hell yeah uh so for those of you who may not know what the hell we're talking about uh a dark ride is an indoor amusement ride where people board little carts or vehicles on a single track and travel through little scenes um typically with some kind of 
uh, movement or sound or music or special effects. Um, they are not inherently spooky. Dark rides can be many different types of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did talk about this in, geez, episode three of the mm-hmm. podcast. Um, Haunted Mansion is one of yes. the best known dark rides out there. And that is kind of the dark ride of dark rides. Um, but not all of them are spooky. Like Pirates of the Caribbean is technically a dark ride. And uh, yeah, Peter Pan's, Peter Flight, Pan's is Flight is a dark ride. So it's more about the setup of it being an, an interior ride in a building on that single, in a cart with a mm-hmm. single track. Um, but before they became what we think of as dark rides, uh, which is the, you know, uh, what I think what a lot of us think of as Halloween people is the like spooky dark attraction haunted mm-hmm. house type dark ride. Uh, they had a, a big history before they got there. Mm-hmm. So uh, as early as the 1880s, there were amusement rides that were touching on this dark ride experience, um, but they were driven by steam powered engines <laughs> you know love uh, that. love that and you would you know it was mostly outdoor at this point but you might go through a tunnel at some point mm-hmm. it's very mysterious and creepy um but as you can probably imagine steam engines were not a good mix for indoor attractions <laughs> yeah <laughs> that'd be a struggle yeah not the best um so it wasn't until later with the invention of the electric engine that dark rides as we know them were really possible but there was another form of power that could push something along a set course without clouding a room with steam. Any ideas of what that is, Penny? Um, is it a horse? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> it is I was like, I don't know if that's horse. actually better. I than freaking the steam, wish. I oh. would go I would go on a horse drawn carriage dark ride for sure. <laughs> oh my gosh, new new idea unlocked. Um, no, but it is it's water. Oh yes. <laughs> so uh, yes, my second my runner up water. I Horses wish, and water are the two answers. Let, let's you know what? Let's stop here and actually just discuss horse drawn <laughs> dark rides cuz that's actually a better topic than what I brought today. So fun. That's hilarious. Uh so most dark rides began their lives as water rides. Mm. Um specifically what is now referred to as old mill rides we'll get into that a bit more in a minute uh but these were made possible by the invention of the serpentine sluiceway um, <laughs> right uh, by arthur Picker in 1891 <laughs> um yeah serpentine sluiceway great That's band my name new, <laughs> my new drag my drag name <laughs> oh my gosh yes it would be a great drag name too um so the Serpentine Sluiceway was a patented invention that enabled a single engine to propel water through a continuous one-way flow of like a looped mm-hmm. canal route. Um, and that Sluiceway was the first installation that could basically offer that individual experience for riders where they're in a single isolated vehicle, not on mm-hmm. like a roller coaster, you know, train, yeah. basically. Um, so even though Pickard invents this, uh, he's in England, by the way, I didn't say that, but he, he's, he's an Englishman. And, and his so, name Pickard, so. Yeah, Arthur Pickard. <laughs> sounds can... like, ooh, is he English? <laughs> Just no way of knowing, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Pickard only used his 
installation as an outdoor boat ride. Hmm. Uh, but he did create the technology. So that's in 1891. It isn't until Arthur Pickard's invention catches the attention of an American named Paul Boynton. <laughs> Is he American? No. <laughs> Who could say? Pa- Paul Boynton. Paul Boynton. Um, That's basically Paul Bunyan. Right. <laughs> uh, so Boynton is a showman on Coney Island. And he opens the Sea Lion Park in 1895. And his big kind of claim to fame is more or less inventing the idea of the amusement park mm-hmm. whereas before coney island had a lot of attractions where you're paying a single entry fee to go into one ride yeah um on you know one, one singular attraction um boyton roped off his section of rides gated them together and charged an admission fee to the grounds yeah. to ride multiple rides so in this way he kind of becomes the the father of the american amusement park very cool um, yeah it is however extremely short-lived <laughs> <laughs> um like i said this is 1895 the park is only open until 1902 the um, people weren't ready well actually they were and that was the problem a lot of competition came very quickly uh and i mean as i mean coney island as we know it now you know yeah this is is their bread and butter um but this park specifically sea lion park was really important to the history of the dark ride because during its short tenure uh, sea lion park was the home of the first indoor boat ride using that serpentine sluiceway and uh the ride was a it offered two passenger boats um and in complete darkness so in this way it is the first dark ride yeah. <laughs> is capital dark capital dark there are no lights um and as will surprise absolutely no one this became extremely popular very quickly with a particular demographic in the form of young couples. <laughs> I was say making out. Making out. Uh, so yeah, in a time, this is, you know, the late 1800s, early 1900s, physical contact between genders was not considered appropriate, mm-hmm. um, especially in a public space. So this ride offered a way for them to neck each other in a public location without being seen, basically. Sweet. Uh, right. Very nice. Um, and while we don't know the name of this particular ride at sea lion park uh we do know that it got nicknamed tunnel of love which (laughs) therefore you know uh extends this name to this type of ride for quite a ways going forward yeah Uh, we're all still familiar with that term today obviously Mm -hmm. uh so that tunnel of love ride type gives way to what we mentioned a minute ago the old mill ride and the reason that it becomes called an old mill ride is uh the first adaptation of that tunnel of love style um opens in a park called kennywood in west mifflin pennsylvania in 1901 and the design of this ride took that sluiceway system but rather than using an engine to create the water current, they used a mill paddle wheel, oh, um, yeah. which was inspired by this area in Pennsylvania. There were a lot of old log mills and water mills yeah. um, in that area. And so they took that concept and applied it to the ride. Why this particular ride is really important, though, is that 
they were the first to add this coherent storyline, which is also an important component of a dark ride, is that it should have a narrative. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time we see this because Kennywood builds a dilapidated sawmill <laughs> as the entrance way to the, the boat ride. Mm-hmm. And they implement the boats that are shaped like logs, which I think hey. a lot of us <laughs> think of. Um, I don't know if anyone has been to Universal Studios recently in Florida. I don't know if they have one at the California location, but there's a like um, in Toontown or whatever it's called. There's like a log mill ride still that's very um, not Popeye. It's one of those old cartoons, yeah. <laughs> um, but still has the old log boats and you go on the water ride and you got to uh, get in that log boat. You got to get in that log boat. So uh, by adding all these elements that are telling the story of you going through this log mill and riding the log down the river, they add the narrative story element. Um, and fun interesting fact this ride even though it's seen a lot of changes over the years for safety and such um (laughs) is still operational today oh wow yeah um which we'll get into that a bit later but that's pretty rare yeah (laughs) (laughs) almost uh every single ride i read about during this research was like sadly this was destroyed in a massive fire a few years later (laughs) right (laughs) um so we're we're into old mills at this point you might start asking yourself so when does this get spooky yeah midge yeah where's the spooky this is a spooky podcast yeah i didn't come to the show to hear about logs (laughs) (laughs) well it's a great question uh and in 1928 is when we we start to reach this part of the journey so leon cassidy uh is a man who inherits kind of a a downtrodden amusement park and (laughs) that's just the start of so many great stories (laughs) yes and so they're trying to find ways to generate revenue to bring this amusement park back to life and these log mill rides are very popular they know they need a mill style ride Mm -hmm. to drive revenue however they are expensive to build and expensive to maintain because of the the water aspect and sure. you know everything about that. <laughs> um, so Leon Cassidy starts working on a way to have that same experience without water, and by using the same similar technology that bumper cars use, mm. uh, he discovers the first single rail tracked cart uh he he creates that technology mm-hmm. uh this is a little side note it is important to the story but i think <laughs> it's very funny uh, so they're trying to name this single cart single rail technology and they have a contest to see who's gonna be able to name it Ooh. and a little girl wins the contest for calling it the the firefly based on um the sparks on the rails yeah. <laughs> when it's going when it's going through don't and love while, that yep and while she wins uh leon cassidy and his business partner are like you know what maybe we don't want our ride <laughs> maybe bad in a wood building associated with the idea of fire sparking um so later down the line a customer says that the ride made him feel like he was being twisted into a pretzel while he was riding it and the pretzel amusement ride company comes to be 
to. Uh, I'm like, hmm, I see where suddenly <laughs> the comments about all of these rides burning down uh, suddenly comes clear. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, a lot of them are... Uh, the, the the appeal of a lot of these rides later down the line was that they were cheap and quick to, to throw yeah, up for like yeah. traveling amusement parks they they were plywood you could paint on them they were but they're yeah i mean they're they're kindling basically <laughs> <laughs> um but so the name pretzel rides becomes kind of synonymous with the dark ride at this point um they early on were total again like the log ride total darkness um and it was mostly about the sounds mm -hmm. so the carts would trip triggers on the track um, and cause things to clatter or tip over you know making spooky mm -hmm. sounds spooky atmosphere it's a shock value thing um but up through the late 40s um pretzels using car powered stunts still up through the late 40s so that those hinged cast iron bars that are set into the track basically um trip when the car wheels roll over them and eventually these build into stunts with lighting effects um and things that we think of in a traditional dark ride like skeletons popping out mm -hmm. animal heads you know what have you um and all in all in their time the pretzel ride company uh, built over 1,400 rides between wow. 1928 and 1978. So it's a pretty hefty period of, yeah. like, these rides reigning supreme. They're, they were incredibly popular. They're super high-grossing. And they were getting installed all over in parks everywhere, even overseas. Um, and there is an original pretzel dark ride. Um, well, again, of course, has been upgraded and modified <laughs> once, I'm sure, once OSHA... <laughs> <laughs> became a thing um but it does still operate at blackpool pleasure pleasure beach in united kingdom um and this particular one was important in this story because uh pretzel wasn't a name in the united kingdom that was recognized like it was here in america that mm -hmm. that moniker um so they put this under the name ghost train and that name stuck and becomes adopted for the generic name for this type of dark ride all over the United Kingdom. Mm. Um, so if you ever hear, hear the term ghost train, that is also a, a similar thing to, mm -hmm. to, to these dark rides that we are familiar with. Um, so again, the original rides were about darkness and surprise. So what's interesting about this is that what most of us associate now with a dark ride i think is black light effects <laughs> yeah <laughs> um which is what if you watched that episode of the boule brothers dragula that that was the the theme of that yeah kind of the um, central conceit yeah it was a black light challenge um but really black light effects and, and dark rides don't come into effect until mid-century until oh, wow. the mid like 1950s um but that is when i feel too like dark rides really start to grow in popularity because as we know that is the time period where shock theater is in syndication and Ooh. has americans in a monster chokehold they're in a spooky mood they are in the mood to be scared and we see this reflected in the style of dark rides um this is when we get rides like spookarama and there are penny there are no less than 50 dark rides called haunted house 
They're all they're all just haunted house. Just haunted house. No no further information needed. <laughs> but if you've ever been, um, especially uh, people our age and then older than us, I, I think it had kind of died out. You know, with people younger than us, but yeah. If you've been to a, like a traveling carnival or something, you know this ride that's tucked in the back corner yeah. <laughs> and looks like a castle and it's spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what most of us think of, I think, as as the the dark rides of of your. Uh, however, now this is something we have talked about on the podcast before. Um, they did begin to fall out of favor, and they take a hard tumble in 1984. When there was a fire in a ride called the Haunted Castle at Six Flags, New Jersey. And unfortunately, eight teenagers were trapped inside and died. Um, As mentioned previously, many of these original dark dark rides have been lost to fires or the elements. Um, Like, I mean, a lot of these, you know, Coney Island and things. I mean, hurricanes and flooding and all kinds of things have taken uh, a lot of the original dark rides from us. Obviously, uh, Disney has since co-opted this idea, yes. and it is the majority of what they do. And we could sit here all day and talk about Disney dark rides. I am not going to do that. <laughs> um, if you want, because at the end of the day, what we're most interested in is the the spooky aspect of it. And if you want to hear a really well fleshed out journey through how disney made the haunted mansion we have an episode about that uh it's called doom yeah. buggy babes episode we number already three. did that we already did that and penny no one will ever cover haunted mansion with the same <laughs> level of passion as penny snark uh, so definitely go check that out if you want more information about that but um basically as far as the og dark rides pre-disney go um, like I said, of those aforementioned 1,400, only four complete examples of those original pretzel rides remained as of 2016. Aww. Yeah. Um, I will say, however, very cool. Since 2015, a group called the Dark Ride Project has captured as much as they can in 360 video footage from different amusement parks from as far as Australia to Alabama um, with obviously the aim of capturing the experience of riding inside those rides even after they are gone um, nice. and that's very cool and exciting you can find their website online and see those videos and their main aim is to memorialize what remains of one of the most influential periods in america's horror and haunt history um this this type of attraction paved the way for haunted houses Mm -hmm. as we know them now for haunt culture and uh, again we have a great episode that penny led about that but um this was the this was the 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 frontier (laughs) uh, of of haunt culture and that's really fun and exciting um there is i wanted to also point out a great resource a website called laugh in the dark that's l-a-f-f um, that, that was a, a title that was given to a lot of dark rides. Um, <laughs> Laugh in the Dark and Haunted House are your most common uh, ride names. But this website's great. They have cataloged what remains of North America's dark rides. Um, and that does include non-spooky dark rides mm-hmm. as well. But uh, if you have the urge to look up if there's one you can experience near you, this is a great resource. Um, a lot of... There's a lot of fun things now, you know, as we 
aged into the the new modern time um dark rides started leaning into ips so i know like i've been on a scooby-doo dark ride before (laughs) which was very very fun um there's all all kinds of i we have one in casey i actually don't know if it's still standing um but our our worlds of fun amusement park has one called cyclone sam that i always loved growing up it's like a a tornado you're like trapped in a tornado and there's all these black light animals flying by you and stuff um but definitely check out that website if you have never been on a dark ride try to find one and go experience it because uh there will come a time when these are no longer in commission anywhere i believe you know yeah um the the thrill is not the same obviously as it once was (laughs) um but they're very kitschy very campy super fun and like i said such an important part of the history of haunt culture and where we're at with horror and haunts today um before we close out, I do want to open space. Penny, do you have a, a local dark ride or is there one besides Haunted Mansion <laughs> that, you, that you've been on that you love? See, I've been trying to think about this because I definitely feel like for most of my um, amusement park going days were at a time that I would not have wanted to go sure. on a ride where Make things were sense. popping out um, yeah. at me. Um, because i don't think nothing is we so i the closest amusement park to me would be um six flags great america mm-hmm. which is um in northern illinois and i don't remember going on anything i don't remember like any like famous dark rides on there um yeah. i definitely remember like seeing them set up at like like the rickety one at the state Uh fair and like staring at it from outside and being like i can't go in there (laughs) (laughs) so unfortunately i I don't have a lot of a lot of non-disney dark ride experience (laughs) that is okay i do um i want to do a a, again adding to that ever-growing list a follow-up episode because in the research for this um i found something that they were like and this led to the first haunted swing ride and i was like what "What now and (laughs) that brought up a whole other realm of these like haunted swing show rides and madhouse rides that are something similar but also completely different that looked like i could do a whole other episode so if that's something that intrigues you let us know if you like these (laughs) uh ride ride enthusiast yeah keep keep us posted um but yeah this was a, a fun little delve into this uh i'm definitely i love any place where weird mid-century americana meets horror so i i'm inspired to try to go find some of these rides and document them before it's too late uh i hope that you all enjoyed this as well and that if you have any of your own dark ride stories or experiences um you will let us know you can find us to do that over on instagram at ghouls night in pod Mm -hmm. and if you while you're over there or while you're listening here (laughs) you can always leave us a review to let us know uh, that these topics and things are things that you enjoy listening to 
you can submit those wherever you listen, or if they don't let you do that, you can send us an Instagram DM or a Spotify comment, which I believe is what Penny has to share with us today. Yes, I have one from Instagram to share today. Oh, perfect. Actually. So um, this is from Maginus and Wondermus Things on Instagram. <laughs> Very good. Uh, says, here's my five-star review. I listen to your pod on my obnoxious commute to work. I live in New York <laughs> City. And when I'm doing things I loathe, laundry, dishes, <laughs> you transform the mundane into the magical. So thank Aww. you for making the annoying things about adulting not so much. <laughs> Thank I you. love that. And <laughs> I perfect love that, that you're perfect that you're from New York. Go visit Coney Island for us. <laughs> yeah. Get to well, what was it? Sea Lion World. Get to, get to Sea Lion Park, even though I'm pretty sure it's not there anymore. Yeah. But <laughs> travel back in time and go to Sea Lion Park and let us know how it is. Let us know how that dark love ride is. <laughs> the, the, the creepy water tunnel of love <laughs> well thank you all so much for listening uh as we mentioned if you're looking for us over on instagram you can find us at ghouls night in pod and if you're looking for me you can find me across the web at midge munster and you can find me at penny snark and until next time good, good.